But here, on the very rim of known space, justice is a long way away. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian. Joining me, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. Hello. Your co-host, Julie. Hello, all. Your co-host, Thorsten, finally back from internet troubles. Oh, hello. I'm glad I took it back. We're very glad to have you back. And your co-host, Jacob. No quote again this week. Sorry, lads. No worries. Uh, sadly, David can't be joining us this week. He is at a conference for his new job. So uh, already he's... Uh, as, as Star Trek fans, we have learned that one of the most dangerous things you can do is go to a conference. Because that's when everyone gets... <laughs> That's when everyone gets kidnapped or that's when everyone gets, uh, you know, time, like, like time freezes or, you know, all the dangerous things happen to her from a conference. And so it's like one of the most dangerous things you can do in Star Trek is go to a conference. So oh, I'm just thinking Dave's at a conference. I'm like, oh, no, everybody doesn't get hijacked by Romulans <laughs> or whatever, you know. Uh, right, so that's tangent number one. Before oh, we even we're, start, we're gonna have some. Uh, we're gonna have. Some, we have, it's just tangent the show. Let's just rename the whole thing. Um, so, folks, today we wanted to talk about uh, something near and dear to most to our hearts. I think all of our hearts. Uh, co-op games. Now, I'm gonna be honest. Um, it took a long time for me to get on board with multiplayer at all, especially co-op. It took basically uh, our former co-hosts. Uh, Jim and Hunter and Spaz basically to kind of drag me kicking and screaming into this whole co-op thing. Cause there was, it was, it was like at least 15 years where I hated multiplayer, anything multiplayer, even if it was co-op, I hated it, hated it. And so I wouldn't touch it. Um, so I'm, I, I just want to say if you're, if you're, uh, if you're, uh, what's the word? Not abhorrent. Um, apprehensive. If you're apprehensive about trying co-op, uh, try it with people you know if, if you're apprehensive about it because that's really the key. I mean, if you're, if you're okay with playing with random people, that's fine too. But if like, you're apprehensive about doing co-op, uh, try it with people you know and, and see if it works for you. That's what really made it click with me was playing with people I knew. Um, there is a reason the, fr- the phrase better with friends applies to a lot of games. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I don't even remember the first co-op game I played with y'all. I mean, it might have been Star Wars uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. I think that might have been what finally brought me over. It would have been before I jumped in with uh, with co-op. It was before, uh, but not right. long before. Yeah. Not very long before. Right. But I think it was either that or like one of the Mech Warrior games. I don't remember. But um, it took a while for me to get on board. But co-op, uh, when done right, and uh, thanks to a good game and with the right people, can be a sublime experience. Um, and one of the reasons I recorded footage of Deep Rock Galactic is because uh, we collectively feel... It's really feel, good. Yeah, we collectively feel it's one of the best co-op experiences you can have. It's great solo. Like, I'm playing solo uh, on my recording, but uh, we streamed it the other day and had a wonderful time. And it really is one of the best co-op experiences you can have. Um, and But a lot goes in to making a really good co-op game. And so uh, we wanted to talk about what we think goes into a good co-op game and what some of our favorites are. 
So I thought we'd start with the, the simpler topic of what our favorites are. And, and I'll, I'll start so everyone can get their answers in their heads. Uh, for me, I think I've had the most fun with co-op, uh, especially with Spaz, with um, Deep Rock Galactic, the Far Cry games, and uh, Dying Light. And it makes me kind of sad that we're not playing Dying Light 2, but I, I know why we're not playing Dying Light 2. But it makes me kind of sad we're not playing Dying Light 2 because we had so much fun in co-op with Dying Light. So much fun. And, Indeed. And it was great. And it's just, it just really makes me sad we're not playing the second one. But what are you going to do? I mean, if they had dealt with things better, we probably would. But anyway, uh, Spaz, do you have any uh, favorite co-op games? Beyond what you mentioned, uh, Pulsar, obviously. Oh, right, of uh, course. Yes, very yeah. good. One. Excellent one. Right. Never had a bad time with that. And, uh, of course, uh, the, the game that I worked on, Quintet, because, well, yeah, why would I not mention no that? No bias at all. No, <laughs> no, at no all. not at all. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting about Quintet because it, like, it, it, it came out in gaming time. It came out, came out eons ago. Eons. And sadly, I mean, literally, it was playable in 2013. So, yeah, that's almost a decade yeah. ago, which is, again, exactly. eons in gaming time. <laughs> and so I apologize for continuing to forget about it. But um, but uh, yeah, that was a great co-op game like Pulsar and like Artemis is those bridge uh, simulators. Oh, and um, Bridge Crew, of course. Bridge, bridge Crew and um, which we're still sad about, by the way. There's one that my friend Michael is working on. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, I feel bad now. Because um, he's helping us with Starfleet 2, and I forget, I completely forget the name of the game that he's working on. It's another bridge simulator that we've actually played on the podcast, and I can't remember the damn name of it. Uh, Star Trek Horizon, you mean? Yes, I think that's it. Thank you. Oh, so, sorry, Mike. <laughs> Wait, did, did I even get his name right? Please tell me I got his name right. Uh, anyway, oh God, that'll be embarrassing if you that, got it wrong. And that game also has ties to Quintet. I'm, as pretty, well. I'm pretty sure I did. I'm I'm pretty. No, his his name's David. Oh God, his name's David. Sorry, David. Why was I thinking Michael? Got David's on the brain. Sorry, David. <laughs> That's a big oof. I know. I know. I am. I my the heat has really warped. Uh, has really melted my brain. Like literally. Like I'm having. Such a hard time focusing and concentrating because of the heat. Um, thanks, global warming. But anyway, um, so yeah, our, our, that's a whole thing. Yeah, so Artemis is um, no quintet. Quintet. <laughs> I'm going to be all over the place today. I apologize. Uh, quintet is a good choice. We had a lot of fun with that. And do you think yeah. there's ever a chance Carmine's going to come back for Quintet too? Well, we had a. Uh, a, a test build um, a while back, but then of course he's been uh, working on his PhD and he got it this year, by the way, he actually did get his PhD. So nice. uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the, the big news there, but we haven't talked about uh, returning to game development. So for now it's in limbo, <sighs> but when there's something to announce, if there is something to announce, then it will be. Right. All right. Okay, Julie, do you have any favorite co-op games? Well, I will say 
My favorite co-op game is a game where the people I'm playing the co-op game with keep playing it for more than about a minute and a half. So that means I haven't got any favorite co-op games. But even to the <laughs> point where at one point I was, and I won't tell you who it is, but a friend of mine is a senior producer in a AAA company and I was playing his co-op game, you know, and eventually he just got too busy. I understand, but, you know, eventually I ended up alone on the server and that's my big beef with it. You know, it's like I enjoyed, even though I will say the one I had the most fun with, even though the code is this 200 gigabyte monster when you try and install it on a PC, I originally enjoyed arc survival evolved when but then ultimately what happened was half the group wanted to play pvp the other half wanted to play pve and ultimately everybody killed everybody else stormed off took their marbles and went home but when everybody mm. was still getting along i had a good time uh and I've tried playing it several times co-op, and everybody had a tendency to say, oh, hi, here's the 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 one of the end goals of the game, and I'm giving it to you for free. And I said, don't give it to me. There's nothing to work for. Then it's just like stand in the middle of the area I live in to say, yep, 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 got everything I was supposed to be working for. So mm. I guess I enjoyed ARC, but... Uh, you know, I I in I also enjoyed Daisy. Uh, I know everybody says, "Oh my God, Rocket Hall," but he was uh, on a show I was on at one point, and uh, I, I enjoyed that for a little while. So, uh, and I played a little bit of uh, Deep Rock Galactic, but not much, and only solo. So that I can't really say. So I think I'll go with Ark Survival Evolved back before it kind of fell apart. That's well, the we did play a lot thing. of Pulsar. We played a lot of Pulsar and No Man's Sky for quite a while. Well, No Man's Sky, I don't really count as a co-op game because I can log on and all kinds of other players will come in through back and forth uh, in, my, uh, in my own little personal part of the server. So, uh, But Pulsar, yes, Pulsar was another. Pulsar has to count. Yeah, Pulsar has to count, even though I haven't. Uh, well, I did play it that once uh, last week, but since then I haven't really played it that much. Arc is the game where you can take a poop, right? And then, you, right? And then, I yeah. love how that's what it's remembered by. Arc, yeah. <laughs> Arc is indeed a pooping simulator, and there's no way to turn it off. Well, yeah, no, yeah, no I played it once. Uh, I was sent a code, so I streamed it, and. And I was playing around. I, I didn't even know it had pooping. And the next thing I know, my character takes a poop. And I'm like, what the heck? Oh, my God. <laughs> so that will be what I that'll well, be what I always remember ARC for is the pooping. Uh, so obviously my, my problem is there's even like I said, where I got a friend that's like, okay, well, you know, this, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, this is his game, you know, and it was a fantastic game. So it's not the game itself that bothers me. It's the fact that uh, everybody kind of goes away. And this is more of a function of people say, well, I've been got friends. I said, yeah, but my friends don't play co-op games. Um, 
uh, on the other hand, my friends do play multiplayer games, MMOs, rather, and we've been doing that for over the same one for over a year, Final Fantasy XIV. Um, but so that's my one big disappointment with it. I really enjoyed uh, Age of Conan Exiles. That was a lot of fun, but it was the same kind of deal. Uh, and uh, that one, my big thing is I really enjoyed the music. You know, I had people would say, don't you want to come over to this area? This is where everybody is. I said, no, I'm going to stay here. I, I would play just for the background music at one point. But the same happened with um, Minecraft. You know, everybody get t everybody got irritated with everybody else and eventually just went away. So, yes, Pulsar is, Pulsar is up there. Age of Conan, one of my first co-op experiences. But, you know, it's like people got so contentious at one point because one of the other players got sorry for me being raided all the time. And he finally said, look, I've got a base at the bottom of the ocean. I'll hide you. So I felt like Anne Frank, but, uh, God, so that was it. So the, the whole oh, thing, no. fell, the whole thing kind of fell apart, but yes, I really like no man's sky, but, I don't really play it with anybody. Other people come and go through the server all the time, so I don't really count that as a... I, for me, it's more of a single-player experience. The, uh, what, I, what, I might, uh, what I might do to add, uh, because you mentioned the music of, of Age of Conan, uh, all the uh, Conan games from Funcom have an insanely good OST. It's it's really it's really good work by the um, I think the guy is called Knut uh, Understorp. It's he's a Norwegian guy, but it's insanely good. Yeah, absolutely, especially the area that's kind of Middle East. I just log on just to listen to the music. <laughs> do, do, are the soundtracks not available for purchase? Um, oh yes. Oh, are they? I didn't know that. I got the I got the game as a, a code that was given to me. No, uh, they are available on CD and uh, as download or in, in many ways. Oh, great! I have to look that up because I I do love a good soundtrack, especially if you can listen to it outside the game. <laughs> so, Thorsten, do you have any uh, favorite co-op games? Uh well, before I begin, I've. Got to say, I, I'm mainly, I, I'm probably much more uh, introvert and anti uh, uh, multiplayer game uh, playing like you, Brian. Uh, it's it's just me. It's it's I I, I just enjoy uh, single player games more. Yeah. But given the fact that I've got a pretty long list of. Uh, of co-op games that I really enjoy, uh, beginning with uh, Inquisitor Marto, of course. Mm, yes, uh, very fun and Pulsar is, is is insanely good as a co-op game. So already mentioned No Man's Sky. I also want to mention This Means Warp. Oh uh, yes, This Means Warp. We should play it much more, in my opinion, because it's 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 a pretty fun game. Probably the most loved co-op game I've ever had was Borderlands 2. Mm, that's right. We Spaz and I did play uh, through that, and that was quite a bit of fun, yes. It worked from the start pretty good. And uh, it's, 
I still have fond memories from 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 uh, from playing it back then. But yeah. as always, I mean, how old is it? Uh, Ten years, twelve years? I don't I don't even know when when it was published. But it's 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 quite quite a time back. <laughs> oh God, yeah, was it twenty fourteen? But I really, I really loved it. Another eon ago, yeah. basically, and yeah. Uh, but yeah, I heard. Uh, I've not played Borderlands three yet or the Tiny Tina one, but I heard neither of them are as good as two. That's what I've heard anyway. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. I I used to love playing Borderlands, but the thing is, it's just like Spaz who won't play a, a games workshop thing. Is I I was great with it until the person at the time who was the founder of it made fun of my religion. I said, I'm done. Oh. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Now, granted, granted, he was trying to get a rise out of his attorney, but his attorney and I share the same faith, and I said, yeah, this isn't right, and you're only standing upright because it wasn't somebody else's faith. If he made fun of a Muslim, he'd probably be in the ground at this point. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm I'm sorry about that. But yeah, um, Spaz and I, we finished Borderlands 2, which took a while, if I recall. Yeah. But it, yeah, was, it, was, it was our longest long play. <laughs> I think it was. Yes, it was really long. But it was, I mean, we had a great time with it most of the time. Uh, I mean, Borderlands... Ugh, they need to get their inventory crap in order. They really, really do. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I think we spent almost... I feel like sometimes we spent as much time dealing with our inventory as we did playing. <laughs> God, <'cause, laughs> God, it was such a mess. Oh, my God. Just such a... That sounds bad, and I pl- that sounds bad to me, and I play Tarkov. Is, is Tarkov, like, also a minigame of managing your own inventory? Uh, yes, it is, cons- it is considered inventory Tetris by many because uh, you spend about as much time figuring out how to stash the because it does like the, de- like the Deus Ex inventory or the, uh, uh, or the like original Prey inventory of it having to do Tetris in a grid. <clears throat> uh, yeah, go ahead. So you spend a lot of time having to figure out how to make that Tetris into as compact as possible so you can keep your stuff. Now I have to toss it in the in a bin. Uh, that sounds um, annoying. No. <laughs> it sounds really. Annoying. I am re- I am really bad at selling that game, and that's good because I don't want other people to play it. Well, I've seen people stream it because when it first came out, everyone was talking about it, and so I watched. Uh, like, I watched like one stream of it. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, this is not for me. Um, I mean, I'm glad you it's do- so not missing out. I'm glad it's doing well. You know, you always want to see a game do well for the developer's sake. Um, I'm glad it it's is popular. holding on. Yes. But at the same time, it's like, no, thank you. <laughs> so, Jacob, what would you say some of your favorite co-op games are? OK, that's going to be a tough one. Are you more of a PV- been- are you more of a PVP no, I'm more of a I don't like people person. Oh, that's completely fair. <laughs> uh, I'm with you in that regard. Uh, I totally get it. <laughs> uh, the big one what will be the big one. Uh, 
Is it the name? Oh, Helldivers. That's the one. I oh, think yeah. if I had to pick a favorite, I think it would be the that would be the one I played the most, and it was immensely fun. Uh, <laughs> it still is, despite the lower player count. It's a top down. It's a top down twin stick shooter. There was a uh, uh, there was Trine back when people still bothered with that. Though that one, oh, of course, requires yeah. a pre made. It yeah, got a yeah. bunch of sequels, but I. I, I stopped caring after trying one. I know their sequels are a bit all, all over the place. And I, if you told me what they were like, I could not like confirm or, or deny anything. Yeah, I think I played Trine some of the is first... a game that Sorry, Trine is a game that exists for me rather than something I engaged in. I think I played the, the first one a little bit by myself and I enjoyed it, but there's four of them now, apparently. I believe. Besides that, I do have a heavy soft spot for a lot of the old Lego games. Yeah. The ones, oh, yeah. Uh, one. with, the ones with the semi-mandatory two-player co-op. Oh, God. Yeah, I... I there are reasons, there, one of the reasons I can't play a lot of the Lego games is because there are times where it's like, oh, two people really need to do this part, huh? Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. guess I mean, admittedly, like, it's always playable, but yeah, the game... You always have the two characters. You have to swap back and forth between. That's the that's the game mechanic they've settled as they're not giving it up. I mean, it works for them, so I mean that's fine. I mean, it works but, pretty well if you have well, with, friends. With the Skywalker Saga, they they did change some of those things where you oh. can play it well alone. Oh, good. And oh, good. yeah, and and it's still very very playable at that point. Where even with the puzzles, it's very playable. Oh, good. It, I've played a lot of it. You don't need another person. It's it's on and it's on Switch, and uh, it is just fantastic fun. Yeah, I think the last Lego game I tried to play was a Batman game, and there was a part where it's like, oh, you have to, Robin has to do this, and Batman has to do this at the same time. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you just get one player or one uh, character to stand where they're supposed to stand, and then switch to the other one and then have them do the thing. And for the most part, they have fixed it. So where if you need to move a, a player onto a switch, for example, and have them stand there, they'll stay there. Yep. Also, honorary mention, Portal 2. Oh, Portal 2 has co-op? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know why are you surprised by that? I never finished. I never really got into the Portal games. I, I I tried playing the first one and I got annoyed with it, so I never even really bothered with the second one. Okay, fair Remember enough. Remember that Brian doesn't really go for puzzle games. I'm not much. Fair enough. I'm not much of a puzzler, except for maybe Tetris. Like that's like Tetris and Mahjong are like my, uh, my uh, my got exceptions. It. So yeah, I tried playing Portal One. I was like, I'm annoyed, and I stopped. I don't have a lot of patience. You, you do not know how to fake with portals, I. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't clicking with my brain, I will admit. Uh, okay, it is the Garden of Betrayal. It is like Monopoly, except except you don't accidentally ruin people's friendships, you just you do it intentionally. I've got a problem with confined, <laughs> with confined spaces, and I still played Portal because it's just that much fun. And what's more, the cake is real. <laughs> uh, kind of. So I, I wanted to talk about um, what we think are some of the best um, design elements of, of like what goes into like the best co-op games. 
And I thought I would start with, um, like a lot of co-op games are loot based, you know, and I think the best co-op games, at least I've played are the ones where, um, everyone gets loot. Like it's instance loot. So like I can open a box, but two other people will get a different thing out of that box. You don't have to fight for people for their stuff. Exactly. That's the big one. You'll all get something. It might not be the same thing, but that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's not like loot rolls in an MMO, which is the one thing I'm still livid that they carried into Final Fantasy XIV from World of Warcraft. What's that? What what was that again? Uh, It's uh, loot rolls in dungeons. If you 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 roll for the thing and one person gets it. That doesn't make... Nope. Especially in Final Fantasy, that makes no sense to me because you're working on that dungeon together. You should all yes, get something. You should all one, get stuff. It's the one thing I dis- strongly dislike about that game, especially that. because a lot of uh, the point of like end game content and raids is getting uh, things with a low drop rate, things like mounts, things like uh, cosmetic items. So you farm it up for like a hundred plus uh, pl- uh, plus runs, and then it drops. And then you roll a 98 and someone else rolls a 99 and gets it instead. And that's, so you wind up with so you wind up with one person who's satisfied, six people who are pissed, and one person who's very pissed. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like, not that's, a good ratio. Like for such as for such a player-friendly MMO as that is, it just still shocks me that they employ such a player unfriendly. That's, that's the one thing they kept around from World of Warcraft that just drives me up the wall. It's and so it's, player unfriendly. It's so... Uh, I don't I, even think people would be mad if they tossed it out. Even like the big veteran players, they would just be like, oh, let's, let, oh, let's farming for us. Works for me. Yeah, I think it would make it more fun if they're just like, everyone gets something. You have a chance to get a thing, you're going to get a thing. You know, but yes, with, and everyone gets the thing. Once yeah. you once the die die falls on the right spot, exactly. But but when but with the loot roll thing, where one person gets the thing, it's like why, <laughs> why am I even doing this? I uh, genuinely don't understand that. It, what no, the, the game design behind it? Uh, it uses a system where Which whatever game? drop is. So there's a game I have not mentioned yet, mm-hmm. uh, and it is a co-op game. Mm-hmm. It's Valheim. Oh, okay. I've been of that with David. Okay. A lot of that. So the way that its system works is whatever drops, drops. So it doesn't ha- have instance loot. Oh. But the, but the good thing about that is when you're fighting, say, a boss and stuff needs to drop from that boss that is required to move on, it's based on the number of players. So, for example, one of the bosses drops a swamp key. The swamp key is used to open up the crypts that are in the swamps in the next area. It drops as many keys as there are players present. So if you go in, you only if, if you go in with two people, you will get two keys guaranteed. And that's one of the nice things about the way that it scales. Now, granted, the goal is that um, you know you have to collect all this stuff. It is collection, building, uh, crafting, and so stuff is limited. But that's part of the challenge of it is making the most of what you have. So that's why they don't use instance loot and everybody gets something. But also you don't... You have. 
Yes, but also the big thing is you don't have to spend 100 hours farming for one thing that only you get to use. That is also true. And and you also have the option of generating a new seed, even if it's the same seed you're playing on, so you have the exact same layout of the world and you know where stuff is. And you can go and farm on another seed and then bring your character back to your main one and you have more resources. I do this Fair all the enough. time. So it avoids scarcity. Works for me. Exactly. Yeah. It's one way to get around it. Okay. Um, yeah, because that is the one thing that a lot of big crafty games can run into if they're not, you know, Minecraft with an infinite map is scarcity. Right. Which, uh, yeah. Which causes a lot of troubles for various looter games as well as stuff like, as well as things that have its, you know, an in game economy. Whatever that usually entails. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back to co-op. <laughs> so what do you guys think are some really important things for you in a co-op game? Mm. <laughs> mm. The ability to keep drop you in, drop out. Yes, oh, also that. Yeah, but uh, that is important. Uh, it's, it's, it's always nice when a game does that. And like when, they, when you drop out, it replaces you with a bot or something. Yes, it's the big reason why I enjoy Deep Rock Galactic because you can literally drop pod your way into a match. Or Helldivers because you can drop pod your way into a match. Oh, that's right. Noticing a pattern. We uh, should play Helldivers sometimes. I haven't played oh, it in a absolutely. while. Oh, absolutely. This is out I, of the question. Yes, absolutely. I haven't played it in a I while. Don't have but... it on PC. I have it on PS4, which is where I've played it. Ah. Uh, well, it'll probably go on sale sometime soon. I hope. I mean, we'll, it goes on sale cyclically. We'll keep an eye out on it on the sale uh, uh, sale for it because I think that'd be a fun one. I played a couple of co-op sessions with that a while ago, and just for some reason never went back to it. I don't know why exactly. I don't uh, know why either. It's really good. Yeah, no, it is really good. I I have nothing bad to say about it. It's just for some reason we never. I mean, it could be my ADHD. I don't know, but for some reason we never went back to it. But, um, well, part of the reason we didn't go back to it is because you were playing it with people who uh, uh, were not me and I didn't have it. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we talked about it way back then. And um, and yeah, that's true. Yeah. It really does. Take if I right, had it back then, then sure. It really does take the right people to make a game, co-op game fun. Like if you play it with the wrong people. It's it causes trouble. It yeah, it does. Since somebody brought up No Man's Sky, I will say <laughs> No, here this is it's a good thing. Somebody. No, somebody. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't it, I, it was no, it actually wasn't me and I, I thought don't it was remember. You. I thought no, it was you. I brought okay. it up. And uh <laughs> and what I will say is I, I think back, and I know this isn't a, a co-op game, but when I first started playing any online game that was Ultima Online and walked in the middle of the town, and I said, well, so now what do I do? And a person walked up to me and said, so what do you want to do? And so what it means a lot to me is the mechanic that's not just where, like, Minecraft, where you say, okay, here you are. What? What do you mean? Build something. I don't know. What do you want to do? And when it gives me a reason, like No Man's Sky, 
whether to keep playing and enjoy myself, even if everybody else just logs off. Because now there's not a great story, but there's a lot of things to work toward. You can have your own little town you control, and uh, they keep adding to the game. And that's one of the mechanics that uh, is most important to me. It gives me a reason to stay there and keep playing the game. That's why it's the only co-op game I still play. Hmm. I mean, uh, is, uh, I guess we could consider No Man's Sky to be a co-op game. Yeah, I guess we could. Yeah, it is. You can play it solo. It's absolutely playable solo. If you want to even just turn off multiplayer altogether and not see any other players, you absolutely can do that. Oh, you can? That's good. Yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, though I have found that it is a game that is, generally speaking, better with friends. Plus, they yes. have all the expeditions now, which also makes it a lot more interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, because everyone sort of gets grouped up in a single area. I've actually tried out the new expedition. It's really fun. I've mentioned it before. Yeah. It's because, uh, see, I've discovered I like base building in video games, where you can, but only when you can take the base with you. <laughs> because what happens usually in games like Valheim or in games like uh, Ark Survival Evolved or in games like Subnautica, you build your base and then you realize that all the stuff you need is in a different area. And you're like, bugger, I have to build a new one. Uh, but no, in No Man's Sky with the new update, you, you have a freighter base, you can just take all your stuff with you. You can have it hover, hover in orbit and just do its own thing. No questions asked. The, the latest expansion, you can turn in your freight, turn your freighter into something that actually does look like it belongs in outer space. Oh, absolutely! It's a proper, it's proper space-worthy vessel. Well, I might have to reinstall No Man's Sky then. Now, to to be fair, the freighter already acted as a base, and it has for quite a long time. Where uh, since kind the previous expeditions. Of. No, it, it honestly did. I was using my freighter as my primary base, and I would have secondary bases for collecting things like gases. But it and- couldn't really replace uh, the ground base, especially with stuff like no access to vehicle teleporters. That is also uh, correct. The big thing is, but- of course, like vehicle teleporters for actual fun exploration, or they added the furnace, like the big pr- production facility, so you can actually refine stuff. Uh, point being, it you still had to have an actual uh, ground base. Also, they added, you know, teleporters, so you could teleport your freighter. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the big thing with the, with the original freighter design was that you could teleport from your freighter to any of your bases, but you could not teleport directly to your freighter. And with this update, yes. that that is a, the case now. Oh, good. I w- will say that. The latest uh, ex- expansion, I'll call it, I guess, could use just a little bit of graphical optimization because I had to turn my graphics setting down, and I've never had to do that before. Well, part of that is because every time they release a big graphical patch that updates, say, for example, the planets, when the planet updates came out, that ended up burying people's bases because they had uh, and Valtash, we're talking about No Man's Sky at the moment. Uh, 
as far as the planetary bases, when those got a big update, it buried some people's bases because they had dug down and then the planets got a uh, graphical redo. And because of that, it buried some people's bases. So people started building their bases up in the sky. Not necessarily all the way up high in the atmosphere, but elevated so that they wouldn't get buried by terrain. Yeah, mine are like floating as high in the atmosphere as they can. Because yeah, there's a there's a limit beyond which they'll just delete your base. But I put it up as high as I possibly could. You can look down on the clouds and uh, no, no possibility of ever losing access to my base. Lovely. I guess I'll but as I was well. saying, yeah, the, uh, the case of uh, updating updating the graphics like they updated the freighters and changed all of the rooms around, that's a huge thing. So whenever that happens, it always causes graphical issues for people until they get some uh, optimization through. But okay. they mainly mild, want to get mild, it out there. Mild wrangling is required, I feel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, because I wanted to... Uh, I, I would like to. Uh, can we? Yes. Can we get back to co-op games? Like, well, we're, we're, instead of I, turning us into. Well, we're sorry. still talking. I mean, we're still talking about co-op games. I mean, No Man's Sky counts. Fair yeah. enough. But I wanted to actually mention one thing that makes co-op games interesting. But okay, mm-hmm. one thing that makes co-op games better than worse. Like, one thing I dislike uh, in co-op games is co-op games that drag on forever. Uh, I tried getting into Divinity uh, original uh, Divinity. What was it called? Like Divinity Originals? Not Original Sin. Oh, the, yeah. Didn't we try to get like into that, four, Spaz? Yeah, the four-player, like, uh, CRPG thing, which I disliked because it's really hard to get that many people to commit for that long for with any degree of regularity. Most people have just played, like, the first two missions as a gimmick. Divinity Original Sin. Thank you, chat. Uh, most people have just tried to play the playing the first few missions and then sorry, the first like few hours and then gave up because of scheduling and because they realized it's going to take forever. Yeah, it's a long game. Why did I mean, we the, stop playing? All of the, we all of the Divinity sure. games are, the entire series, all of them, the entire Divinity series is long. Very long. It's dozens yeah. of hours to get through one game. And if you're not even devoted to that and you can't get to it regularly, co-op is not going to work very well. Yeah, even Dragon Commander, which is a, RTS thingy takes forever. Uh, oh, then really? on the other end of the spectrum, we have uh, one of my favorites that I rem- forgot the name, but remember now, Risk of Rain Two. Oh yeah, it's really oh, good. Yes, yes, that one's a very good one. Right. Yeah, it's very well, simple in premise. Spaz, why did we stop playing Divinity? We played it for a little while, and then at one point we we're like, no more. I don't remember why though. I know, I know, because we- it was going to take so long to get through. Yeah, it, it, it's it wasn't very- going to be fun. Yeah, it started it, it, feeling no, like a slog. It started feeling like a yeah, slog. It's not that the bad. It's not that it's a bad game. No, don't get me wrong. Right. It's that for for the way that we were streaming, it was going to take way too long. Oh my god! Yeah, it would have taken like yes. two years to stream one game. <laughs> Which uh, is going to take be a, it's it's a long yeah, time. It would have yeah because we only stream like a couple hours a time. So like that game would have oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Co-op 
again, it ties into the whole drop in drop out because you can't really do drop in drop out in that game. Not because, really, uh, no, because of the specific characters ca- and yeah, you yeah, make yeah. a character at level one and have to build them up properly. So like, like you could replace them with the AI if one person is gone for a set for uh, for a for a uh, for like one session. But uh, besides that, the co-op feels more like a gimmick. Yeah, maybe it is because like the game is arguably more fun in co-op. Uh, but the co-op is way too much of a commitment for most people. Yeah, it's it, like, if you're going to do... If you're playing th- locally, you know, you're playing locally with someone you live with, for example, that might be different. Yeah. Because yeah, you're but already there. Uh, that's also a literally very big commitment. In a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Th- this is the 21st century. I mean, people, uh, people, uh, okay, that, people either live alone or with like 12 person families because of the housing prices. That's like that's basically it's the same level of commitment as a tabletop role playing game at that point. Yes, right, exactly. absolutely. Which, hey, speaking of your experience, is a nightmare to get going. Oh my god, yeah, I haven't I haven't done it in a decade because it's just like I can't anymore. <laughs> I, I just trying to schedule six adults to meet at the same time yep. regularly I am is a technically erotic. I am technically currently running a campaign and I have had to put it on hold for three weeks because my players uh, keep having issues. Though this week no one's called in uh, called in any issues in advance, so maybe you'll get back to it. Uh, but honestly, yeah, when it comes to Divinity Original Sin, I'd rather just play Pillars of Eternity 2, Tyranny, B- Baldur's Gate 3. By, yourse- by yourself. Okay. By yourself. By myself, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, have you played Baldur's the, Gate three side note? Have you played Baldur's Gate three? No. Okay. Uh, but I feel, but I feel, but from what I can gather, it is more because honestly, original sin as an RPG is gimmicky, but not that great. Uh, like as, as a, a CRPG, it's, it's not really that great. It tries to pose itself as a, like, as like a co-op game, but the co-op ends up a gimmick. And the base mechanics are fairly underwhelming. It's uh, it's all about the storytelling, and it's all about yes. You're doing a lot of reading and a lot of listening to people talk, like with voice actors. Yes, and that's which is not, fair. It's a CRPG, right? But like, do you want four people to stand around and wait for some dialogue to finish? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that's the big one. <laughs> is that that they get to interact with one out of four times because of the inherent design of CRPGs? Uh, yeah, so. No, I, I I get that one. Yeah, it's just yeah. Some 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 of them are too long. Like, what was would you was Borderlands two our longest? You said Spaz, and that was pretty. It long. was our longest, absolutely. But it's not the longest as, it gets. No, it, it could have gone longer if we were doing more of the side content. But eventually, we just figured no, we're not going to do all of the DLC. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it, it depends on the game though, because with that one. That one kind of overstayed its welcome only because we wanted to play other stuff, but we had to keep putting off other stuff because we were, we only play one game a week typically. Yeah, Luke Luke brought up a good one. <clears throat> that now the only reason I don't play it is because I'm the second generation off the farm, so it's a little too close to home. But uh, <laughs> Star Stardew Valley. 
Uh, it can be played co-op, and it's one of the coziest, cozy games out there. Uh, and uh, the one that I've enjoyed playing that's co-op because it's very much like a single-player game as well as Warframe. And I have one that I bet nobody knew you could play co-op, and that's Skyrim. Okay, so... What? Okay, so one thing... Th- three things, one at a time. First of all... Um, Stardew Valley, I actually tried getting into it for some reason, couldn't. Uh, Warframe, I'll save for next week. <laughs> and Skyrim. Uh, okay. <laughs> the the developer didn't do Skyrim so it can be played co-op. Uh, a group of modders did that. Really? Oh, okay. Has that yes. actually took off? I've heard it, of it like it 10 took- years ago. It took years to do. It's finally done, and they they proved it. I've seen it, and they showed there's like four people playing it at once. Oh. It has some limitations, but you can do it co-op now. Mind you, it's not the kind of thing I'd ever play co-op, but shout out to Shirley Curry. If I ever had a chance to play with the gaming grandma, I would jump at it. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, Skyrim is... Is certainly a game. It's a <laughs> game with a lot of stuff behind it. Yeah, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and someone asked if MMOs can count as co-op games, and I don't know. I mean... Kind of? I, I mean, I guess if you have a shared quest, I guess, or if you have, like, an instanced thing that you're all working toward the same goal, and it's not like PvP... Raisin- like Raisin Dungeon Missions? Online. What was that, Thorsten? Uh, just think of, of Star Trek Online. Oh, I mean, right. It counts pretty well for that. Oh, that's a good yeah, point. I, that does. It does. It depends on the MMO. Absolutely, though. Uh, yeah, I mean... Again, in a lot of MMOs, the endgame content is things like raids and big dungeons, which admittedly are good co-op experiences. Like, they are. Like, everyone gets the thing they do, and everyone has to pull things off well, or else things kind of collapse. Yeah, it really does depend on the MMO. You're absolutely right. Depending on how you um, approach it. And um, I've had a friend that described uh, MMOs in some cases as a, is a multiplayer game you play alone. But uh, we have had our little static group of Final Fantasy XIV online, and it's always just the same four of us going through the whole thing all together, and uh, it is very much like a co-op experience. I mean, if you have a party, that makes sense. If you have a specific party where you get together and you do all the same things, that makes sense. Every Sunday night at 6.30, and anybody can join us who wants to. <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, that's Final Fantasy fourteen. I think you were saying, right? Yes, okay. Final Fantasy fourteen, and it's the only game where the story is so involving that at one point I screamed at my computer, "You bastard!" because they killed off my favorite character. Oh, and, wow. uh, yeah, and well, spoilers—they brought her back, so. Uh, it was just well, a that's ruse. good. That's good. 
that that happens strangely enough a lot in that game. It's the one thing I'll give. They struggle a bit to commit to killing people sometimes. <laughs> well, is anyone ever really it's dead a- in fiction? Is anyone ever really fully, truly dead in fiction? Probably not. Nope. Nobody is ever dead in fiction. Not really. Sp- it's like Spock. You can always Spock somebody. What? It's Schrodinger's character. Uh, you never know. As long as it's fiction, you have a way to bring the character back. With enough finaglery, yes. I really loved, I don't know if you guys watched Lower Decks, but a character died at the, season, at the end of season one, and they brought him back shortly after season two began. And With no explanation. They, they yeah. never explained it, but one of the characters figured out how, and it scarred, it like traumatized him. <laughs> but they never tell the audience what it is, which is yeah, great. No. It crazy. was great. It was just like you don't want to know kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. It was like you don't want to know. He's like, no, I do want to know. And then he finds trust out. He's like, oh, God. Oh, God. Trust, <laughs> trust me, mate. You'll, you'll <laughs> want to stay dead after you hear this one. <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> oh, I love how I played with that trope. Uh, so let's see. So some of my favorite things are the instance loot and the drop in, drop out. And the not too long. Then we got any other favorites? Good bots. Oh God! Oh, hundred thousand percent. Fair enough. Yeah, hundred thousand yes. percent. Oh my God! You gotta have because I mean there are a lot of good multiplayer games where you can be in a team and you don't have enough people to fill out those teams, so you need good bots. Like you know, any Unreal game has amazing bots. Um, you right. Know. I'm just I'm just gonna take. I'm just gonna exploit this to tangent again into into telling everyone to play Angels Fall first. It's a really good game. I was just about uh, to mention Angels Fall first. Well done. <laughs> yes. Ah, really? Oh, yes, the hive mind, finally. Uh, folks, if you aren't aware, Angels Fall first is a... It started off as a mod to, I think, Unreal 2000. A, oh, no, I thought it was... Homeworld, actually. Oh, I thought it was and then Unreal. Unreal 2000. Oh, really? Okay. I thought it was Unreal. I didn't know about that. Merged, and then they kind of merged the two. Okay, so it started off as a- this massive mod project that is, for, that is formulated into its own game that the developers liken to an homage to the original Battlefront 1 and 2. Not the, not the new ones. Yes. The original, you know, good ones. And It is exceptionally good. It suffers from having zero players. It yeah. has a minimal player base, uh, because, and it's insulting. Yeah, well, they're not advertising it while it's still in early access. They said this. They don't want to advertise it while it's still in early access. They want to keep the player yeah, base small a, for testing and whatnot. Yeah, it has a 24-hour peak of 22 people. Yeah, it's but it's such... But the bots in that game are great. The bots in that game are fantastic. Yeah. Concerning comfort, like actually brought back to my uh, days of like playing Battlefront One with in instant action because uh, I didn't know how multiplayer worked when I was like ten. <laughs> Fair. I really, I've really got to say, uh, Angel Falls First is one of the few multiplayer games that really works for me in single player. Also, yes, uh, playing it only only in single player mode. Uh, yeah. that's that's extremely rare. Oh yeah, agreed. hundred percent agreed. It also I, has a ludicrous amount of customization for characters. Oh my god! And it's got mu- it's nuts. And it's got multiple playing modes. You can play on the ground and in space, and and, and you can drive vehicles and everything. And in ground space, 
<laughs> and, and, and in space grounds. <laughs> but like you can also board ships and take them over and stuff. And you can play as capital ships. Uh, yep. So you can be a frigate it's, and whatnot. It's so good. It's a whole thing. It is exceptional. And it is everything people have wanted from like a Battlefront 3 that we got. But no one's playing it. Well, what? Been, I don't know how long it's been in early access, but it's been years. Like just many, untouched. many years. They're, 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 it's been in, and it's been in steady development. And the, disc, the game's Discord server occasionally like summons people for community nights. Uh, doesn't happen super often, but it happens every now and then. But like they have all the good stuff. They have dedicated servers. They have uh, like everything. Yeah. Yeah. But they have 20 people at a time playing the game. So you play with bots or like not at all. And so you got to have good bots in a game like that or a game like, um, no, Thalatash, it does not need a high end computer. Uh, no. no. Yeah, not a super high end computer. Like, okay. Like if we look at, if we look at the system requirements recommended, is NVIDIA 600 series. Yeah, it does not need the most... I mean... A 2.8 gigahertz quad-core, 8 gigs of RAM, and that's recommended. Yeah. No, you don't need a high-end super... Cause it's, it's, it's not, running, like, super scary. Isn't it running Unreal 3, like an older version of, Unreal, of the Unreal Engine? Like, isn't it still... I do not actually know. It might... It, I mean, it might actually be on Unreal 3, but the point is, it's not super graphically, like, fit... fit, fit complex it's not going to look like a 2022 game it's going to look more yeah. like a 2011 2012 game yes, but that's, that's fine. not inherently bad no it's fine it still looks great and there's still a lot of detail to it and like it's it's it also a lot of it has kind of got that oh it's 2006 we need to make everything brown it's got a little bit of that it's got a little bit of that a little bit of a that but it's got some variety it has, it has some variety but it's it's still a quite a good looking game and it runs fast and fluid, which is really what you want. Another uh, game I wanted to bring up that has excellent bots is uh, Gene Shift, which is yes. a top-down uh, Grand Theft II-inspired single-player and multiplayer game that has the only battle, the only version of Battle Royale I like, for one thing. Um, but it also has some of the best bots I've ever seen in any game. It's an astounding little game. That again has a full single player campaign that you can play with four people, but it also has great multiplayer, and uh, it's just getting better with every update. The guy, the dev updates it constantly. Um, it's getting more and more like Grand Theft Auto Two all the time. And, and we streamed it a bunch, so yeah. if you want to look at our our footage of it to yeah. give you an idea of how good it is, yeah, it is amazing. And again, it has some of the best bots. Like the bots trash talk each other. And it's good trash talk and they'll trash talk you. And it's like really effective. It's actually funny. Fun. It's actually funny. And uh, it's also just a great, like you can drive cars and stuff and run over people. And uh, it's got great weapons, really just fantastic physics. Just, I can't say enough good things about gene shift or its bots, but I will agree. Like I'm a huge unreal tournament fan, but I would say 90% of my unreal tournament play was against, was against bots. Like I played a lot more against bots than against other people, but I still had a great time because the bots in those games are just fantastic. So I agree that good bots are essential because you can't always get a full team of four people, you know? So, uh, did someone want to say something? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. One thing I just want to mention about, uh, uh, 
things I do wish for uh, co-op games and uh, for multiplayer games in, in general is that you can set uh, hardware requirements uh, pretty much down. I mean, we've, we've got this scene uh, currently in the chat uh, regarding regarding uh, Angel Falls first, but uh, it's it's a general thing that you uh, that you are able to to get more uh, players uh, uh, into a game if it uh, hasn't such high hardware requirements mm. than some multiplayer do uh, uh, games have. Well, consider the the average uh, computer graphics card right now across the board is a, around the NVIDIA 700 series. The average player right now has around a 700 series. And which is fairly impressive. Which is fairly impressive considering that, that a lot of games still work with, with the cards that are that old. But the idea that you need to have, you know, a 3000 series in order to play your game. You're going to lose a lot of potential players because they're just not going to be able to afford that. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, the most used gra- the most used graphics card on Steam, according to their most recent hardware survey, is a GTX Which, 1060. That's... About really good, but and, not and the 1060 is not a bad card. It's I not mean, a bad card at all. No, time. no, it isn't. That's not a bad card at all. It's what about a, what is about a decade old at this point, roughly. When did that come out? I don't remember. Um, but yeah, so the top card on Steam apparently is a 1060. Then you have the 1650, which is you know newer, and then you have the 1050 Ti. <laughs> Yeah, so the top cards are all over the place. 3060 laptop? What? Apparently 3.25% of Steam users are running a 3060 on a laptop. Sure. <laughs> that's that's kind of impressive. I wonder if that shows you more people are getting gaming laptops. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a desktop replacement kind of deal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm just wondering where Mike. Uh, look at this. So yeah, that's so yeah. The most used card is at least when did the 1060 come out? GTX 1060. When did that come out? Ah, uh, come on. No, I don't need to buy it. I just need to see it. When did that come out? Okay, what me Wikipedia. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. Totally curious about this now, but you're absolutely right, Thorsten, that you want to be able to, um, you want to be able to, uh, run on a wide variety of hardware. That's one of the reasons I like Valheim. It runs on just about anything. Oh, really? And, and the, one of the, one of the nice things about Valheim is it's low poly look also means that it has, it's, it's a beautiful game. It's a really, also means really it is low poly, game. but but this, it's beautiful despite it's being low poly. The art style is really well done. I was going to buy a game on Steam uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I got the minimum card as a 1060. 
huh. uh, minimum. So I and I got a, a one above that. But I want looked out to see what the recommended card. I went out to Amazon, and it was a six hundred dollar video game card. And I said, "There's no way I'll ever buy that." That's actually not that bad, all things considered. Like there used to be a huge run on GPUs, and that video card might have been twice that much six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. uh, gotten better because people are leaving crypto, thank fuck. Oh, and, and you can't buy yeah. video cards in Russia anymore. So, so Yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> so apparently the 1060 came out almost exactly six years ago. Uh, August 18th, 2016 is when the 1060 came out. So almost exactly six years ago. <laughs> that's kind of amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. How many people are still using 770s? Like you brought that up. That was a good question. Yeah. Well, I mean, zero. Uh, well, oh. well, what I'm saying is the average player, not necessarily on Steam, but the average game player is using around a 700 card because uh, I believe it as of as of about a year ago. Uh, and, and this may have changed slightly, especially with the fall of crypto. Fortunately, uh, the just the inaffordability of those cards has made it so that people st- stuck with what they had. I, I believe my last, I, I mean, my last computer until I had it in 2018, I had that 770 for six years and it was still kicking. It was still doing really well. It was a great card. So I'm not surprised that people still are rocking 770s because that's a really fantastic card, you know? Which is great. I don't know if you can run Cyberpunk 2077 on it. <laughs> Wait, do you guys have 660s that you're running 2070 set Cyberpunk on? I'm looking at the chat here. Do you guys have cards that old that you're running Cyberpunk on it? Did I lose y'all? No, we're no. listening. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if anyone in the chat actually does, well, but... Um, yeah, but can it run crisis? Cause I saw a mention of cyberpunk. So I was, I thought I'd ask, um, uh, but, it, but that's I've a, a 940. <laughs> say again. I've got a 940. You've got a 940. Yeah. On my laptop. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's a very good point is that you basically want to, uh, Lots of kids really keen on combining gaming and school laptops. Well, that makes sense, Todd. No wonder there are a lot of those 3060 laptops out there. Um, that makes sense. But yeah, that's a very good point, Thorson, is you want your game to run on a wide variety of hardware. Like, I don't, I, what is, I don't even know what the hardware requirement for Deep Rock Galactic is. Take a look, because I'm curious now. Because it's not the most graphically fidel. Graphic, graphically fidelity, graphic, f- graph, fidelious, graphically <laughs> intensive, graphically. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Graphically. <laughs> I can't talk today. Put your teeth and try it. I can't talk today. Uh, graphically intensive. Let's see. What is it? So let's see. Oh, wow. So the minimum for deep rock galactic is a GTX 460. Four six zero. Yep. 
<laughs> when the hell did that oh. come out even? 2008? When did that come out? <laughs> yeah, which I was just about to say, about 15 years or so. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, but, the, but the recommended is a 970. So that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. You can run that on just about anything then. Good on them. <laughs> good on them, yeah. So, like, it's a shame some good co-op games like Titanfall 2 are, like, kind of a beast to run on older hardware. Um, but that's a very good point, Thorsten, is you want as wide a net hardware-wise as possible. Like, maybe that's why, like, so many co-op games especially are like these, like... Adios Amigos and Unrailed and all these other like low poly, you know, uh, low poly games. I think that the most- and also they're mostly indie titles because yeah. uh, for some reason, big name developers just don't do co-op. Not really. I think Dying Light was probably the most graphically intensive co-op game we've played. I th- I'd I say Far Cry 6. Oh, you- yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a tough call because both of them are just so gorgeous. Well, yeah, maybe Far Cry 6. Yeah, maybe. Okay, fair enough. Far Cry 6 is pretty good. Yeah, and, that, and those are great in co-op. Those are, those are great in co-op. Those are so... It's a, you can only play we with had a people, lot of though. fun with 6. All, you can only play with two people, though, with those, right? Well, uh, depends on the mode. Far Cry 5 had... Uh, with the arcade, you could play with more people. The arcade oh. mode. But... We never did that. We only played uh, the the main yeah, the campaign, story. basically. Yeah, I'm su- I'm surprised Six didn't have that arcade mode. That was pretty good. A lot of people made stuff for that thing. There was some neat stuff in there. I don't know. Anyway, um, so what is? I guess we'll ra- I guess we'll ra- start wrapping up by saying what is like. What's the most frustrating or annoying thing you've run into in a co-op game? You know, besides, like, the opposite of what we've already talked about. When it's multiplayer only, and therefore it doesn't have people. Yeah. Yeah. If it has no bots, and you have no player population, you don't have a game. And that happens all the time. All the time. People keep making these multiplayer games thinking a ton of people are going to play them. And they don't. (laughs) And they never do. No, they don't. Yeah, that's, that's a friend of mine who's a game developer. He said they just don't have legs. No. Right. If the game is single player, if a game is single player uh, and and fully playable single player, then that's great. If it is uh, multiplayer with good bots or with other people, great. If it's multiplayer and no bots, you're going to have a problem. Yeah. You will suffer. And, yeah. and I really, I, I, and I really wish. I guess my big beef is there aren't enough space, good space games with co-op. That's my big beef. Like, you have, um, oh, it's Pulsar, X-wing versus Pulsar, X-wing versus Tie Fighter. Um, Hunter. I, uh, hmm. I mean, I th- I'm thinking once they add their story mode, and if you can play through co-op with their story mode, that'll make it even better. But HunterNet is a good one. Um, Star Lancer and um, Drox Operative. Oh God, yeah, Drox. I keep forgetting. Both, about yeah, it does that. have co-op. both Drox games. I keep are, forgetting about Drox. 
yeah, it's, it's the co-op is a bit janky, but it absolutely works. That's true. It does. But I just wish there was more like squadrons was such a disappointment in that re- regard uh, for multiplayer and co-op for me. Like, well, yeah, because it barely had a single player campaign. But the thing is, with X-Men versus TIE Fighter, I mean, it wasn't like this when it launched, but they eventually added two campaigns that you could play with up to eight people, which is astounding. <laughs> Why hasn't anyone else done that? <laughs> Why is it? That's just... Uh, that That's my biggest beef, is that I wish... I guess I wish there were more games like the campaign of... Like, how great would it be if you could play the campaign of Free Space 2 co-op? How great would that be? I think there's a mod that would, I think there's a mod that right. lets you do it, but I don't know how well that works, you know, but how great would that, that would have be been? great? How great would that have been if you could play through that campaign? Excellent. Co- oh my God. So I really wish there was more stuff like that. I guess that's my biggest beef is that there's, I wish there was more stuff like that, you know, like X-Wing versus TIE fighter and whatnot. I mean, it's not done yet, but there is executive assault two. Which yeah, okay. That's good. That's true. That's true. That that's very true. And I am glad that we are getting um Hundernet. Very, very glad we're getting Hundernet. Um Oh yeah, and there are party games like This Means Warp and Space Team and whatnot. And a lot of those you can play by yourself, which is nice. But I guess I guess what I miss is that I wish there was the multiplayer cockpit experience you know what i mean like i wish there was more x-wing versus tie fighter type stuff out there that's what i really want and i'm just sad we don't have it yes and fewer games about sitting on the same boat or more good ones i mean i mean the ones we have are good and i'd like more but i would also love the the i would also love more of the x-wing versus tie fighter slash type thing um, or or something in the vein of Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, where you're reaching your own fighter. Oh, yeah, yes. that'd be amazing. I feel like that is something we yeah. could have discussed, like symmetrical versus asymmetrical co-op, where do you have a game where everyone is like playing a similar character and you make the difference based on the choices, like class choices, or do you make a game like Trine where everyone actually has a very specific role in the party and has to do certain stuff? Oh, I forgot about one interesting game uh, that mm-hmm. I want to bring up. It's called Beyond Soul. It's a third-person action game slash city builder. And uh, Beyond Soul, yes, yeah. And uh, you oh, yeah. can and you can build a city in space, which is really great. And then you can ally with each other because it's fully multiplayer and take on the AI. Yeah, and we whatnot. played it. We've talked about it before. Uh, we played it. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. And I I mean, that's another great example of a good co-op game. But I mean, I guess that's my, bi- I was just saying my biggest beef is there's no more X-Wing versus TIE Fighter like stuff. I guess that's my biggest beef. Um, Which is highly unfortunate. Yeah, right. Anyone else have any big beefs they want to share before we wrap up? Nothing from my side. No. Nothing that that should not be saved for next week. <laughs> All right. Speaking of next week, friends, uh, since we're wrapping up next week, uh, we're going to try and have some positivity in there. But <laughs> there, 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 there are some games that we bring up a lot, and we feel we need to just 
get it out. about we, them for, for, for an hour to 90 minutes straight. We yes. feel we need to get it out. We feel we need to get this stuff out. And, <laughs> and not as a side tangent in a podcast about something else. So we're going to have... Because that happens every podcast. Every podcast. Like, on so, average, there's been at least one rant about the big two. So get your bingo cards out, my friends, because next week we're going to have our airing of grievances show, as we're calling it, where we're going to bitch and moan about primarily elite and star system, but other things as well. Um, so that'll Anything be our we're sh- mad at, And there's plenty to be mad at. So that's going to be a full yeah, hour of that. So uh, look forward to it. it. It's a tough time in the world right now. So we need to vent a little bit. And I think venting will be good. As long as we don't like get super negative, I think we'll be okay. Uh, let's try and keep it at least funny. You know what I mean? Then I think we'll be okay. Um, so that's going to do it for our podcast and for the streams today. Uh, great chat today. Thank you everyone for being so active in the chat today. Very good chat. Always good seeing you all. Thank you so much for coming. And I hope you're all listening or watching. I hope you're all vaccinated or you've gotten vaccinated or you're going to get vaccinated because it's either this or monkeypox that's going to hit you now. So you got to get vaccinated. So you're protected from one of them. God damn it. Uh, (laughs) Because things just can't be easy. Uh, no, no, no. We have to live in interesting times. And we'll see you back here tomorrow uh, at 6 a.m. for more A10 Cuba. Really loving A10 Cuba, despite how terrible I am at it. Really loving it. So we'll see you back here tomorrow for our final look at A10 Cuba. Have a great day, everyone. Be safe, be well. And please, again, get vaccinated if you haven't already. Thanks, y'all. Bye-bye.